Hey folks, welcome to Improve Your Hustle with Kendall Bonner, where you will be challenged, empowered, and inspired to wake up, level up, and repeat. So in today's episode of Improve Your Hustle, I want to help you change the way you think about social media and how you can use it to generate more leads for your business. By the way, if you are not in my group, Improve Your Hustle on Facebook, please go do that now while listening to the show. I would love for us to engage and continue this conversation there. Now, having said that, I know that many of us here are frustrated with using social media or some feel like they just can't make it work for their business. I just want you to know, I understand. There was a time when I felt like many of you do, but honestly, not anymore. I love using social media for my business and I'm happy to share with you how I was able to change my perspective. Now, I want to tell you up front, the strategy I'm going to share with you today isn't going to cost you money but it will require a time commitment from you. This is not a set it and forget it program. This is not automation. This is not transaction-based selling. This is a relationship-based approach. I want to show you how you can organically build and maintain digital relationships through social media that lead to repeat referral and new business. Now, some of these things you instinctually do, I'm sure, but I I want to help you develop a system and a strategy that is more proactive and intentional, which hopefully will also keep your social media experience more positive and will result in an ROI for the time investment. Brian Buffini recently said in his mid-year review of bold predictions for 2019 that highly skilled relationship-based pros will make a fortune. I agree, and I hope what I share here today helps you do just that. So my history with this strategy was honestly by accident and instinct, really. The exact opposite of proactive and intentional, right? But once I realized what I was doing, I recognized an opportunity to systematize my instinct into a plan. Now, I didn't actually read about any of this per se, but I read several books that have influenced and guided me into this process. I also listened to other speakers and podcasters where I took bits and pieces and made it applicable to what I do in the real estate space. What I have done with my business through these strategies will work for you too, but there is no magical pill that works overnight. But having and consistently using a GPS usually gets you where you want to go, right? So I'm going to break down a GPS for building and deepening digital relationships that lead to more business and higher profitability for you, whether you use the strategy for recruiting or generating listing and buyer leads. Because no matter what, we are in a relationship business and people do business with people. So tell me what you think about this fascinating quote. A digital relationship is a hundred times more powerful than a real life relationship in the same period of time. Let me say that again. A digital relationship is a hundred times more powerful than a real life relationship in the same period of time. This is a foundational quote for the message here today. That quote comes from a book I recently read called The Social Agent 2.0 by Tony Giordano. Highly recommend the book. To prove his point, he shares a simple story that is so realistic and compelling. Let's call it the story of six degrees of separation. Now I'm going to paraphrase the story he tells, and I'll warn you that his version is better, but for the sake of time in the show, this is what you're going to get. So imagine scenario number one is the network shuffle. Let me know if this sounds familiar to you. Longtime agent sees a friend at Starbucks and that friend introduces longtime agent to a potential client. The potential client and agent exchange contact information. 
Now wait, let's pause here because typically most agents hand out a business card and relationship stops right there because the agent was too afraid to be quote unquote pushy and ask for the client's contact information. But I know, right? I'm talking to better than average agents here today. So you, of course, would have asked for the digits and their email and you follow up with that potential client the following day via phone call. You have a nice conversation, you get some basic criteria, and you set up a drip campaign of houses because that potential client isn't quite ready yet to actually buy a home. Now in the background, this client though has no loyalty to better than average agent because they are just exploring their options and they are looking for the best deal possible. So months go by and this potential client stops returning calls, stops replying to emails, and then one day, better than average agent sees their referring friend and ask about the missing in action client. The friend says, hey, I thought you knew. MIA client just bought a house last week. What? Seriously? Apparently, MIA client went to an open house unaccompanied and bought a home with the listing agent instead. Now, is that a true story or what? That's exactly what I said when I was reading Tony's example. Now, let's move on to scenario number two. We'll call this the digital dance. This story starts much the same as the last. Two people meet through a mutual friend and they exchange contact information. However, this agent is an authentic and masterful digital dancer. So within one hour of meeting, this real estate rock star sends a friend request via Facebook because the pressure to accept a friend request is highest right after meeting a new person. It turns out that they have mutual friends as well, including the potential client's best friend. So the client goes to their BFF and asks, hey, you know real estate rock star also? And the best friend says, yes, they're actually helping me buy my house next year. They're fantastic, I've known them for years now. Next, via social media, both Rockstar agent and the client find out that they both have a dog named Roxy. They both love the Bulls basketball team and are from the same hometown. Not only that, but the client also sees social proof that Rockstar agent actually knows what they're doing because the client can see reviews and photos of happy past clients on their Facebook feed. More posts and likes and comments are shared between them. Direct messages regarding birthdays and other social conversations are had as a follow-up. And as a result, a digital relationship has been established, folks, circa weeks on social media as opposed to months or years to learn and gain the same depth of knowledge in real life. So now this MQL buyer, who is now motivated, qualified, and loyal, goes to an open house unaccompanied and is armed with knowledge and a client-agent relationship, which means they are not enticed or tempted to work with the alluring open house listing agent. Hmm, imagine that. The moral of the story, guys, is Facebook takes your six degrees of separation and creates connections in a fraction of the time. You can learn so much about a person via Facebook that otherwise might have taken you years, if ever, to learn. So after hearing that, what do you think about this? I believe you can build more and maintain deeper connections online than door knocking, farming, and cold calling combined with the strategic and consistent GPS. Yep, I said that. Now caveat here, I'm not telling you to stop all those other activities. What I am telling you to do is consider adding this strategy to your tool belt. Study it, build it, implement it, 
evaluate it and improve it. So let's define the GPS. A GPS requires a goal, a plan, and standards, which are the daily activities of the plan that will ensure the goal shows up after a period of time. Now that we've defined it, let's build it. So what's your goal? Let's think about this. I don't think the goal here should be closed transactions or volume because that belongs in a GPS for your entire business. This will, however, be a GPS for social media lead generation more specifically. So what can we measure? How many clients we obtain is more accurate in my mind. In other words, the goal should tell us how many repeat referral and new customers we are able to add to our business GPS through social media. Let's consider some examples. You may track leads generated from expired for sale by owner or open houses, right? This will just be a new strategy of lead generation for you. As an example, let's set the goal of deepening digital relationships with 10, 20, or 30 people within a 90-day period. This means for that designated time, you are going to consistently track and build deeper connections with people so that you will receive three, 10, or 20 referrals, repeat clients, or new clients within that 90-day cycle. Just remember, your goal must be smart, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-sensitive. You'll need to set your own smart goal. Now, that might have actually been the easy part, guys. Let's get into the plan. First, let me say here, When you go to your social media platforms, do you scroll? Because if so, that's probably why you hate social media and feel like it's a waste of your time. So my first piece of advice to you is this, stop scrolling. For the purpose of the GPS uh, for deepening digital relationships and the time that you will spend on that strategy every day, do not scroll. This is not intentional or proactive. So in order to be intentional and proactive, you need four things. You need a goal, for example, to receive 10 referrals, repeat, or new business from social media. You need a plan, which may require you to connect with five new people a day, review five current connections, social media profiles, and add a like or comment daily, as well as five direct messages per day, all five days a week. By the way, how much time do you think that would take you? maybe an hour to connect with 15 people a day in a space where people often feel obligated to respond? I don't know, you think about that. But next you must take action. This is where you build out the worksheet or CRM or create the calendar and you execute. In other words, you just do it every day, consistently and without fail because it's that important. And last but not least, you need continuous improvement. This is where you track and measure your efforts to review and improve consistency, process, and lastly, results. But let's break down the processes of your plan that I think you will need to address, build, create, and utilize in order to get the highest return on your investment. Now, you're in real estate and you probably are posting content on social media, but where are you posting? On Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, the stories. I would say all of that depends on where your audience is. Remember, we are doing this to enhance our business context, not to feed our own ego, but that's a whole nother can of beans. And we'll continue with the content audience and platform conversation in another show. So look for that one in the near future. Now back to business. Step one, you need a calendar or a CRN to build out a daily to-do or task list. You've got to take the time to do this. Next, step two, let's talk about what needs to be on that task list. 
I would schedule out the following and set daily standards for each category. And I'll try to give you an example in each space. And you will have to track and measure to make adjustments based on your results and where you might need to improve. The rule to remember is this. This is a contact sport. This is not golf where you tee up a shot and watch where the ball drops. No, this is more like catch, dribble, pass, shoot, rebound, and occasionally a foul here and there, though you may want to keep those to a minimum, right? So I recommend a goal for adding new contacts every day. For example, add one, three, five, or 10 new contacts every day, three to five days per week. These can be people you actually know or are meeting for the first time. These can be friends of friends or members of groups that you currently are in and that you would like to further connect with. Next, you need to spend time each day connecting with people who are already in your contact group. And this is called daily maintenance. This might look something like this. On Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I am going to like and comment on one to two posts from 10 different contacts in my friends list. The other basic necessity to the contact sport is to reply to every single message or comment on your post. It shows gratitude and consideration, so don't take that for granted. Next, you need to have personalized posts. I'm not a fan of automated posts by third parties, especially if that is your sole form of posting. Why is that? Because it never reflects you, your personality, your voice, or your brand. It's too generic and unauthentic. Now, how often should you post? That's up to you and your goal. I recommend that you have a creative brain session weekly to think out and plan out your post for a week as opposed to monthly. That way you stay relevant and remove the stress of trying to come up with new content every single day, unless that is your strength. Do that then. But a great example of authentic daily posting could be sharing your day um, and by doing a day in the life of series, for example. This should have both personal and professional content that is both neutral and non-offensive. Most importantly, don't just post your new listing every day and also don't post daily about your latest beach vacation, your most recent selfie, and every alcoholic drink you consume, right? I would categorize most of my content as personally professional with some ex exceptions depending on the platform I'm on. And let me know in the Facebook group, Improve Your Hustle, or send me a direct message if you would like a show with more detail on these topics as well. Now, nothing I've said so far should feel mystical or magical, but the next three tasks will be the unique qualifiers to the whole concept of deepening digital relationships. First up and most obvious, DM. You're probably not using direct messaging like you should. You should have a daily standard of sending out three to 10 DMs per day. I'm even going to give you 10 examples of what you can DM. A DM is like a text email or a voicemail that you leave for someone, but you get a notification that they actually listened or read it. It's awesome. Your DM should also end with a call to action or a question to create engagement and a conversation. So an example of a CTA or a question is, who do you know that I might be able to help buy, sell, or invest in a home this year? Tell them what you want and when you want it, okay? Now here are 10 DM ideas and calls to action, but feel free to come up with your own or tweak these as needed. Number one, share your mission and your purpose. Now this is a concept I learned from a book I read this year called Start With No by Jim Camp. The beauty of a mission and purpose is it's not about you. It's about them. 
It's how you can benefit them. So you should have a mission and a purpose for every call you make, every negotiation you go into, every meeting you have, every time you're trying to build a relationship, you need to identify and know what your mission and purpose is. And then now share it with them because it's about them and benefiting them. Number two, ask a question or did you know? For example, did you know that Florida is the home to the largest uninterrupted boardwalk in the U.S.? I don't know. That might, may or may not be true. I think I've read that somewhere. Research and share it, right? <laughs> Refer to an article or an item of value. These things can be about the how-to, when-tos, and why-tos, right? Number four, schedule a call, open a dialogue, or a schedule an appointment face-to-face. There's nothing wrong with using direct message to make those requests for a phone call or a face-to-face appointment. Share a relevant post. Maybe that's non-real estate related, right? Show that you have a life outside of real estate. Number six, share a joke, a best practice or a hot tip. Number seven, congratulate on a recent life event. Happy birthday, happy anniversary, congrats on the new baby, the new dog. Sorry about your loss, right? All those different things. Number eight, share a quote or recommend a book or a movie or a song if you have that in common. Next nine, comment on a shared interest or commonality, whether it's charitable or cooking. As you get to know people, these things will come up. Pay attention and comment on them. And then number 10, send a personalized video. Hey, so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. Whatever you'd like to say, even referencing any of the nine other things that I talked about. I hope that helps you get started on using DM more proactively And here is another tip or idea. Sometimes you get a lead and it comes with just a name and an email, no phone. Does that mean you're stuck? I would tell you, nope, because guess what? You can do with that information. You can find social media profiles with names and emails. So go Google it. Once you connect with them on Facebook, now guess what you can do? You can call them through Messenger. It's crazy, and it doesn't even reveal your number or theirs. In fact, it shows your name and profile, so it looks like you might already be someone in their contact list. Imagine that geniusness. Consider this is your new door knock and cold call. Hold the ice. So moving on from direct messaging, the next task list should be moving all of your social media prospects into a Facebook group. A lot of people have Facebook business pages and struggle with getting people to see their content if they are not sponsoring or paying for ads for the business page. Guess what? Facebook groups are free. They even have their own tile at the bottom of your profile of your page. So Facebook is promoting community and groups right now. So create one, add people to it and make sure you share your content to it. Build it, grow it, farm it. Remember, social media and your new group is your new farm. So as opposed to sending a thousand postcards every month, share one Facebook message a week or a day to people that don't mind hearing from you. In fact, people sometimes feel obligated to like and even comment. Nonetheless, they can't throw away your post like they can throw away your postcard. And the third unique strategy I'm going to recommend you add to your to-do list is to turn your testimonials into posts, whether they are static images of quotes or videos. Get them off of places like Zillow and Realtor.com and put them on your profile page as a post with an image. Just so you know, Facebook loves images. So whenever possible, add an image to your post. But the twist I'm adding here is this. 
When you think of getting a testimonial, what do you imagine? You would typically ask a client, right? Well, sure, but what about asking your colleagues? Use the concept of give and get. Give a testimonial to a colleague, get a testimonial from a colleague. We all work in a cooperative environment. We typically cannot excel at a high level in real estate in a bubble and without working with others. So get out of your bubble and help your colleagues. Start in your office, then expand to your co-brokes and extend invites to your vendors. You give, you get. You could take one transaction and end up with at least five testimonials, one from the client, one from the other agent, the home inspector, the lender, and the title rep. Imagine posting each of those in your profile as social proof that you are awesome, really because someone else said it. So let's quickly summarize the content of the plan. The to-do list or task list must include the following daily activities. Number one, add new contacts. Number two, daily maintenance of current contacts. Number three, replying to all comments. Number four, create and share personalized posts. Number five, direct messages. Number six, add new people to your Facebook group. And number seven, give and get testimonials. Does that sound difficult? No, I think not. Does that sound time consuming? Maybe, but I think that really just depends on how ambitious you are, right? So now we need to create the standards. Again, these are the daily activities you will do and how much time you will spend doing them. They are also the things you will be tracking and evaluating to monitor where you can improve or where you might need to do more or do less. So let's work an example. Could you and will you add three new contacts a day? Maintain five current contacts each day. Reply daily to all comments. Create and share three personalized posts a week. Send three direct messages per day to new and or current contacts and add five new people to your Facebook group. And then finally, give and get two testimonials per week. Now, does that sound difficult? I don't think so. And I'm pretty confident you could do all of this in under one hour a day. Imagine the reach you will have and the return on investment for consistent follow through on a plan as simple as this. In fact, I can't wait to hear your thoughts and feedback on this concept and idea of deepening digital relationships. So let's engage on Facebook and the Improve Your Hustle group to discuss further. Now, I appreciate you real estate rocks are so much that I need to leave you with some of my favorite social media etiquette do's and don'ts. Number one, do like and respond to all messages. Number two, do like and comment on other people's posts. Number three, do send direct messages to consistent supporters. If they are stalking you, reach out. They just raise their hand to open a dialogue. Number four, do ask questions and flatter others. Number five, do tell people what you want via a call to action. Now here are the don'ts. Don't friend and follow and immediately ask for a sale. That is like a big pet peeve of mine. Do not send me a friend request and then instantly send me a Facebook message asking me to do business with you. We're not friends like that. I don't know yet. So first, get the friendship, build the relationship, and then you can introduce the conversation about doing business together. You're much more likely to get a better result. Don't ignore your audience. Follow up on suggestions. Sometimes their silence is a comment. Don't be a serial stalker where people know that is what you're doing. You already know what I'm talking about if you are one. And then don't be obnoxious, negative, get into debates and over tag your audience. Oh, that last one kills me. 
When you are tagging people on your posts, make sure it's relevant to them and make sure that they're okay with that. And certainly don't tag 100 people on one post. And then don't be inconsistent. If you're going to do this, commit and just do it. All right, folks. So that is the 411 on the GPS of deepening digital relationships. What'd you think? I hope you liked it. I hope you learned some stuff. But again, let's connect on social media and let me know what you think about the strategy I outlined for you today and whether you plan to level up and improve your hustle in the digital space. If there are other content ideas that you have and you want me to discuss them on the show, please let me know. You inspire me daily. So send me your thoughts, send me your ideas, send me your questions. I welcome the conversation. Level up. Thanks, my friends, for joining us at Improve Your Hustle. So were you challenged, inspired, and empowered today? If so, what tip, skill, and strategy do you plan to implement after today's episode? Think about it and go share it. Now, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. I appreciate you. Level up.